Hi there, welcome to Typical Books. I'm Lydia Peaver, and this is the podcast mirror of my YouTube show, Typical Books, where we talk about horror fiction. So, on with the show. The Troop by Nick Cutter. If that is your real name. I kind of like pretend people. I got no problem with pretend people. If you have a problem with pretend people, I got a problem with you. Nick Cutter, The Troop, a novel of terror. It's a typical book in that it's by Nick Cutter, who's not a real person, so that's kind of helpful. It's a horror novel, and we like horror here at Typical Books. I like that it's signed by the author in a false name. Uh, I'm going to continue harping that it's a false name, because it's one thing to write under a pseudonym, um, it's another, he didn't need to, I don't think he needed to really. And he has before, from what I understand, thanks to Wikipedia. Now I will give him that Craig Davidson is really not the best horror author name. Nick Cutter is way better. Um, it'd be nice if it, the cat hadn't been let out of the bag, if we'd all just believed that Nick Cutter was a real person and some shady, elusive author that didn't grant interviews and no one knew what he looked like. And then he could release another book. I hope there's more Nick Cutter coming from Craig Davidson. I really do. It'd be nice if he just used his real name. I mean, I don't know. I'm weird about the whole pseudonym thing. Even though I entertain the idea of using a pseudonym myself, I'd wanted to use the name Lydia Storm because it's a name that I use. It's a family name of mine passed down from my grandmother, Edith Storm. That's her maiden name, and I'd wanted to use that name. But it is sadly already in use by a different author that's not me, so I'm stuck with my actual name. I wish I would have gone to see uh, Mr. Davidson when he was at the Chapters on Rideau. Um, at the time, I hadn't read the book. And now that I have, I definitely wish I would have gone to hear him speak, if he did in fact speak, for sure. Published by Simon & Schuster, it's a 2014 book. I like the back and front match, but they match too much. They should have been something different. There's another alt cover. Uh, I don't know if it came first or after or if it's hardcover or what, but it's got a beautiful island on it and a uh, storm in the background of flocks of birds escaping. It's really, really wonderful, and I I like that cover a lot better, so seek it out if you're into cover art like I am. I like that it delves into the mystique that is Boy Scouts because it was something that was completely elusive to me as a child. I went through brownies the boys I knew, a lot of them did go through um, cubs and beavers, scouts and stuff, and it was always sort of like secretive to me. I guess it's supposed to be, or the boys made it out like it was supposed to be even more secretive than it actually was, because it's a boys club, not girls club. And I really liked that premise in this. That's what made me pick it up. Not only the shout out from Stephen King, not only that he was a Canadian author, and not only because it had to do with uh, Canadian wilderness, um, like a maritime island, which is really fascinating. And it had an element of body horror. Not only all of that made me pick it up from the shelf, but it was mostly because it was to do with Boy Scouts. And this this Boy Scout troop isn't victimized sexually. And when it came out, and he's still and always, uh, there is this stigma around, surrounding Boy Scouts with the uh, sexual predators as 
troop leaders, which has sadly happened in real life, and it was happening in the news really big around this time when it came out, and it was refreshing to read a story that wasn't, you know, capitalizing on that kind of novelty, and I was really glad it didn't, and that the uh, scout leader in this is an awesome, awesome character and a really strong guy, and more like most of the scout leaders and, you know, hockey coaches and things like that that I knew and that we'd all like to believe exist, these really strong, cool dudes that have a lot of fun with these boys and are there to be like a huge uh, peer and father figure to them at the same time, which is the way it's supposed to be. I have the sticker over top of the blurb from Stephen King that everyone talks about. Um, so this is the stickerized version. The troop scared the hell out of me, and I couldn't put it old-school horror at its best, not for the faint-hearted of us sick puppies. It is a perfect gift for winter. For a winter. Stephen King. You could probably drop this on an alien planet that had never heard of Stephen King or had just recently heard of Stephen King and pawn it off entirely, like rub the name off and pawn it off as an early Stephen King and you could get away with it because it deals with a lot of the same sort of things and it deals with the same group of boys. You could take this group of boys and plop them into the body or stand by me or you could take this group of boys and plop them into it or take the boys from it and plop them into this. I don't know if there's any other kind of boys and I mean I can identify with that because there's a lot of these little the facets of the personalities of these boys uh, within me, which are any grown man that was once a little boy, you'll, you'll see him in this. And I keep saying little, but I don't mean little, they're like preteen. I haven't watched the Joe Rogan interview, which I really will, I'll need to watch it now, and I haven't yet, so forgive me. Um, he does say that a lot of the inspiration for this, or inspiration for this, aside from coming from all his own heroes, which we all kind of share, a lot of horror authors share the same heroes as Mr. Davidson, um, he had a trip to the ROM, which has something to do with water and this species of creature that inspired this book, and that's great. I also noticed that he wrote this book, The Fighter, which I'd like to read. Having some experience myself with weightlifting and diet and nutrition science and sport nutrition science, I see a lot of that coming out in this book. So I guess a lot of the research that he had done in The Fighter and a lot of his, uh, I take it he went on a steroid cycle and he's done some weightlifting, I'm sure, whatever. Um, a lot of that comes out in this. As soon as he starts talking about uh, like diet and, and ketones and things like that and the way that these people are starving themselves, it's, it all like reminds me of a lot of the reading that I've done and a lot of the reading that I've done um, when looking into becoming a personal trainer for the CanFit Pro uh, training. There's a lot of the same sort of stuff in there, so I, no doubt he's read a lot of the same things, let alone like color atlas of forensic pathology or whatever books that authors happen to have in their arsenal uh, he probably has the same he probably does a lot of uh, back-end research like that but i saw a lot of back-end research that probably went into the fighter coming out in this horror which is just wonderful and that's something that i enjoy immensely um in horror is that this real life research can come out in your dark body horror in the greatest way because you really know what you're talking about you really know what it would be like to have that alien creature bursting through your chest so to speak other than having seen the movie aliens you've read a stack of books about the same sort of thing just warped it in your own little way nick cutter pulls out all the stops in the troop this is a brilliant and deeply disturbing novel that you absolutely cannot put down highly recommended jonathan mayberry i would say I yeah absolutely cannot put down I read it because uh, I was I just devoured it because it had that conversation with Tobin on Twitter and 
I had bought this, so I just had to read it. I, I read it like I digested it, let's say, as fast as I possibly could. And because I wanted to talk about it on here. And months have passed, so I do apologize for anyone that's been waiting for me to talk about this book. While good, I wouldn't put it in the category of instant classic. I will say that I really like the way that it ends. If you're into really, you know, cool, ambiguous endings, uh, or if you're one of those people that flips to the back of the book and reads the last page, I don't know why anyone would do that, but some people apparently do, unless they're just saying they do and they don't actually do it. But if you actually do that, this is a fun book to flip to that last page and give it a read. It'll, it'll probably hook you as much as any of the hype surrounding this book did. One half of me wants to say that it's a great debut novel. It's a sophomoric entry into the uh, splatter punk and body horror genre, which it's not, though, unfortunately. It's coming from somebody who really knows the way around words, someone who is a, a, an award-winning author, someone who's written a lot of really good stuff. And I feel oddly for anyone that would have reviewed it as such without knowing who he was. As much as I like the letter writing and the report writing and the interviews and the other things used to tell this story, although they're not as heavily relied upon, and I really appreciate that, that they're not the only thing that makes up this book. I like that there is a literary narrative with these elements in it. It's not that it's wrapped around these elements. These elements are used properly and really skillfully to enhance the literary content that's in the story. Um, I also felt that the way that they were done sort of tongue-in-cheek at times was almost poking fun at the genre, a genre that he loves, and I understand that he loves that, so I could never fault him for it sounding like that. Maybe I'm seeing things, I don't know. But, you know, I'm never one that... I don't like my comedy and horror mixed. I don't really like comedy, but I don't like comedic horror unless I'm going in, you know, expecting that. One thing that I really liked is that it takes place in the wilderness and it's all campy and Canadian and such without being overtly Canuck. It's not total maple syrup and Mounties. I love that. Thank you so much for not pouring on the plaid and getting all courier de bois on us. It's thankfully extremely humanly Canadian. There was some conversation on Twitter between uh, my editor, Tobin Elliott, and I. Well, Tobin had uh, penned a review on Goodreads, and we'd had some discussion about this review and some of his criticisms of this book. And Nick Cutter came into the conversation, or Mr. Davidson, if you will. Um, and I have to say, I completely agree with Tobin, of course, like anyone. And like any reader, we're entitled to our opinions on books this way or that way. Uh, a few groaners like that. But I think they're only groaners to the trained eye. I really do. I mean, we've written some things like that in our first drafts, I'm sure. But there is a lot of it. Now, I don't know if I was looking for... Like, I'm always looking for something that's going to gross me out so bad that I close the book and put it down, which hasn't really happened. Um, it's not that gross. Maybe that, that film in my head while I was reading it wasn't running, you know, over time. I wasn't visualizing it as clearly as some people, but I didn't find it as sickening as some people. It didn't turn me off my food. In fact, I got a little hungry. It's got a lot of very well-described visceral moments where 
um, you know, gets into the anatomy really, really deliciously into the anatomy. Uh, but it's not, didn't make me close the book, didn't turn my stomach, didn't haunt me for days. Nice try, but. One problem I had reading this book is the same problem that I had reading The Hobbit. It's that I got hungry a lot. Not that they eat a lot. It's not about jams and second breakfasts, but, you know, maybe it's the sick puppy in me that, uh, even thinking about it, I'm hungry. I gotta go. The Troop by Nick Cutter. It is a typical book. Why I've got some talking on my phone. Someone likes something on my Tumblr. You can follow my Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and wherever you want to follow me. It's fine. I want tacos. If you are looking for something new to read, some insight or reviews of horror you have read, or even talk from a writer's perspective, I hope you enjoy this little show. Feel free to check out the YouTube version by searching Typical Books, or visit me at LydiaPeaver.ca. Thank you, and have a dark, devious day.